Welcome to December. Yeah. Holiday season. December to remember. I feel like uh, I like holiday season because obviously the cheer and things, but um, Sacramento maybe doesn't do the best job of it. Like we have the the ice rink by the arena, right? But if, and then East Sac, kind of where you live, has like a a neighborhood that goes crazy yeah, with decorations. The f- like, fabulous forty should yeah. be like more famous. Like how cool? Probably it is. so. Yeah. Like yeah. it is locally because the 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 houses themselves feel like whatever. When you think of Christmas, I always think of like an era in mm-hmm. my head, you know. And it's probably a little bit pre Home Alone. It's probably a, a what's the one in Cleveland? A Christmas Story. Yeah. I think that's the era, right? Like that for some reason that's Santa Claus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like those style houses, mm-hmm. that like grain on the film, like that I, I think that's for a lot of Americans. Yeah. Um and those style houses are right there in the Fab Forties in yep. East Sac. And then beyond that though, uh we we don't have like the Christmas spirit. Yeah. For people who are number one old or number two like to watch reruns of old T V shows from the like seventies or eighties or whatever, eight is enough. Was, I've heard of that. Was based here. I mean, the story was apparently in Sacramento. It was based on somebody who was actually the the career of someone who who lived in Sacramento. But the only part that they shot was the outside of the house, and it's in the Fab it's 40s. in East Sac. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's the same with like Full House and stuff, right? Like yeah. where the the intro is, and then where the actual house is is all different. Yeah. And they obviously didn't film it in San Francisco. Right, it's probably in Hollywood. Um, but just like going to other cities, and then I remember I used to go to New York every December for like a seminar, at least like four years in a row. And like the Christmas spirit there is insane. Yeah. Right? Like the lights, obviously the cold, but just like something about the city. They decorate like every every building's got like a wreath or something. And I'm not like a huge holiday guy, but there is something like cheery about that. And then um, even Vegas has it. Like you're walking down the outdoor mall uh-huh. in our neighborhood and it's like, just kid it. You know, like, and it's just little things, like whether it's a wreath or a little fucking whatever. Uh-huh. And, and maybe it's because I don't go to like our mall here because our mall's just not fun or nice. Um, <laughs> what one's ghetto? Uh, the close one's ghetto. And the other one's getting fucked up too. I heard. It, yeah, yeah, it's not, not great up there yeah. either. So, yeah. like, I don't know, you know, I don't know who would do it or what because we don't have like a good strip of stuff in downtown Sac. We have a bunch of little pockets. Yeah. I haven't been to Doco in December, so I don't know what, what that looks like. Yeah, they there. do okay. They do okay. The the ice rink. Yeah. But then even that, like if that whole strip by our basketball arena all the way to the convention center was stuff, uh-huh. then they could do it. But like, like it's kind of like even me, like I don't decorate because only like two of my neighbors decorate. But like if, if I lived in the Fab 40s uh-huh. and everyone decorates, even if I'm a Grinch, oh, you're going to decorate. The pressure's hard. There's yeah. A, yeah. The pressure's but, really so hard. So like as a business, I feel it's the same thing. Whether you're a holiday guy or not. Or want to spend that budget if every surrounding business does it, right? Then you'd probably do it. But we don't have like any of that, and there is something special about it. I don't know why. I bought one of those LED projector things for oh, the front cool. of my house. Yeah, um, I have it mostly pointed up in the tree though, that big red oak tree, and the leaves yeah. are still on it, so it looks kind of cool. Yeah, that's just cool. I'm yeah, and I'm, again, I'm not like, I'm not the Grinch, but I'm not a huge holiday guy. But there is something special about it. Like even commercials, I feel like some of that you lose because we don't have commercials anymore. And that used to kind of set the tone, right? Because mm. it'd be commercial style stuff. It just kind of get you in the mood and made everything like feel more full. And yeah, it's all fucking capitalism and <laughs> yeah. Hallmark holidays. But there's something cool about it, right? Because everyone's positive, right? You know, like I think of the net, the net win. It's it's a net positive. It's a net win because everyone like kind of be in a good mood. But yeah, I feel we miss some of that. You got sports, yeah. It's a good sports season, right? New Year's you have all the college football games. Basketball is finishing up its first in season tournament. 
who just got booted out of. Sadly. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch it, but I was following the box score. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't watch it, but I, the, the game before, or the game before that, Friday night's game, maybe? Uh, where they Denver? Came, you know, no, uh, Last Warriors, Warriors game, yeah, yeah, where they, where they, yeah. they won by one. Yeah, I watched yeah. that. Yeah, that was the last in-season game. That was good. Yeah, so sports are good. You know, NFL season's wrapping up. You're starting to see, you know, what the playoff picture looks like, but I don't know where I was going with that. It's cold. And welcome, oh, you said welcome December. That's what. Yeah, it's welcome December. Like the whole December is supposed to be that shit. I I got a question. This is a like future programming (laughs) question. Should we do Home Alone? I do like Home Alone, honestly, and I don't think it's a hot take. Although I mentioned it on Instagram once, and people got pissed. I think Home Alone Two is better. Is it? I think so. Uh, We'll see if we can get. Have you seen them? No. I don't think I've ever seen them like front to back. Front to back. No. Home Alone Two. I don't know why. I'm still like this, and it's part of the reason I like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and stuff is, uh, like, obviously, like, world building, and they do it to the extreme. They're the yeah. best ever to do it. But even in Home Alone, so Home Alone 1, he's just defending his family's home. Right. And so you see, like, regular suburbia in, like, I think it's supposed to take place in Illinois for yeah. a rich family. I'm like, that's yeah. cool. But Home Alone 2, this kid's lost in New York. And as a kid watching that, that's like, they didn't build the world because New York City's real, but it felt like world building because he's just exploring the city all alone ah, as a kid. So yeah. it felt like such a cool adventure. And I still kind of enjoy that. And he's running through Central. That's probably the first time I learned what Central Park was and shit. You oh, know? Yeah? I'd imagine Macaulay's around my age, maybe a hair older. Uh, he just got his star yeah. on the Walk of Fame. I think he's 41. Yeah, that makes sense. So definitely like same generation. Yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, when that movie came out, I was probably just a couple years younger than him. But, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm down to do that. A Christmas Story, uh, I don't know if I've seen that front to back, but that was my dad's favorite because it took place in the neighborhood he grew up in. Oh, really? And I think it actually filmed it there, too. You know what I mean? Where, like, the, the other movies we were talking about, like, took place or, like, yeah, took yeah. one picture. I think they straight filmed it. Filmed it there. And Macaul- fucking- Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin is 43. Okay. So a good amount. A hair older. Yeah, he's a hair but older. Generational-ish. But yeah, Christmas Story. What's the hella sad one in black and white? That's my mom's favorite. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life. I've seen that way too many that, goddamn that times. That movie's really subversive. Yeah. It's very dark and yeah. subversive. It can you, be. If you pay attention to it. Yeah, especially for a Christmas film. Yeah. Um... Elf. I don't really think it was originally released at Christmas. No, probably not. Yeah, it was just about it was Christmas. it was a giant failure. Yeah, that's even like some of that like Lord of the Rings is a Christmas movie to me because they were released on Christmas, right? Even some of the Star Wars. You know which ones? I think for sure seven, eight, nine. I don't know about the older. Oh ones. yeah, the other ones were all released around May. I yeah, think. I think same with the one, two, three. Um, obviously, Harry Potter has some holiday quips in it, which yeah. I enjoy. Elf. Yeah, I saw that thing. I swear to God, I was thinking about it. There was an ad going around or like a meme, but I think it was real where some company was paying you to watch like a movie, a movie Christmas a day and do surveys. You know, you can get paid for some for it. You're right. But it was about like two grand. I was like, shit, I could probably watch a movie a day for two Gs. That, yeah, it wouldn't suck. Yeah. And some of them were decent, you know? Elf's pretty funny. I think it's one of World Ferrell's best movies, actually. Uh, What else is there? Home Alone. I watched some other like corny one. I don't know. I uh, I just listened to um, a podcast about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, and that was like the last kid movie that that 
like really kid focused movie that um, John Hughes did, and then he went on to do like the Vacation movies and the Home Alone movies, yeah, and yeah, whatever. That there's a, I mean, there's obviously a kid in Home Alone, and there are kids in in Vacation, but that's they're not the yeah, they're like normal. They're not the only like characters and right, and it isn't it isn't about relationships among kids. Yeah, you call it like a yeah, a family movie, I guess, versus yeah. like a child's movie. Yeah. yeah. Which I don't even know. Maybe I'm just too old now. Because I'm sure they make like kids movies, and I just have no idea. Because again, we don't have commercials. I feel like I'm tapped out. I feel like if you have commercials, you yeah. get like a, a feel of everything. Yeah. Uh Jeez. I know there was a new. Uh, there was a Paw Patrol movie sometime yeah. in the last couple of months. That, yeah, I saw that on a billboard. Yeah, that's pretty kiddish. Yeah, and that's very mainstream kid stuff. Yeah, that's all I know. There's a new. Uh, I watched a new Adam Sandler animated. And that's like four kids, but it's not really four kids. Yeah. Kind of same idea. Kind of family-esque. It's decent. It's on Netflix. I think it actually got pretty good reviews from folks. It's kind of a, kind of like, uh, I, don't, I think he writes and produces most of his new stuff. And so like Spanglish is obviously, but that's a little more serious uh, or a little more adult. But like Click and them all like have like a moral lesson. Mm-hmm. And maybe just growing up in the 90s, that's how it, right? Like every full house, every fresh prince. Like I think we all learned an important yeah, lesson. There's like, they like straight up tell you at yeah. the end of the, and, and I, I think some of that's kind of important, right? Like if we're, if we're not going to like bound ourselves to kind of religion, which you can argue as just as much bad as good, whatever, but there's at least morals that are taught to kids. Yeah. Some of these movies, you know, it's different than just having a kid play fucking GTA all day. But they, uh, yeah, the, the the new, I think he's a chameleon or something in the movie, kind of has these cool little lessons in it. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. It's good for you fucking nerds to learn, or cool. your kids. Well, you're, you're just back from being sick. Yeah, it took me out. Some kind of flu, turned to some kind of sinus infection, turned to, I'm tired. But yeah. I think, uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah, me and Bart had dinner once when I was in Vegas with the group. And I think him and I are the only ones sick. Really? Yeah. My, uh, I gave it to my mom later. She didn't like get sick there, but then she stuck around me all day. So she got sick later. But um, Gio didn't, Taika didn't. We were there with JoJo. Uh and Hannah is a wife. And like, no one gets sick. And then me and Bart are texting. I'm like, dude, why do I fucking get eight hours of sleep? Why do I get eat fucking vegetables? Like, if why I'm just going to get sick anyway. If I'm the pussy out of everyone getting sick. Maybe you would be more sick if you weren't doing those things. I, I for sure would be. Like, I uh, I used to get really sick when we were traveling a ton, a ton. I travel yeah. a good amount now, but I was traveling so much and, like, didn't realize the sleep I needed. But now, I mean, I hadn't been sick for a year and a half. Oh, so that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably like a year, year and a half, and then I get crushed and I turn into a baby, and that's I guess like a stereotype that men just turn into complete babies when they get sick. I'm definitely that, but 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 I, I'm not like needy. I just like lay all day. Yeah, you know. But like, what else am I going to do? I th- I do think you're stupid if you're like if you're pretty sick, meaning six, seven out of ten or worse, mm-hmm. and you're going to try to go do shit. One, you're going to get people sick, which I think's super annoying uh and then two like there's no way you wouldn't heal better if you just sleep yeah so like you're gonna make it longer so why wouldn't i just like take as many days three to five days and just pass the fuck out i can still work on my laptop yeah i don't know why because people do that all the time they're like hacking around in the airports or they're fucking you know some people just are more likely to get certain kinds of of things like that's a you know um for sure I just, 
I just haven't been sick. Like sick, sick. Yeah, yeah. I got shit going on, but it's not that I'm sick. Yeah, not f- fever, knocked out. No, shit. it's been it's been so 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 long. That's pretty good. Yeah, I want to guess some of it's got to be random. I know there's like old wives' tales of vitamin C, and the, but like I might sleep so good, I eat so good, I exercise, I got no health issues. You know, I take a multivitamin every day, and that's better. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if you look at like how many, because there's other people that are like, yeah, I just don't really get sick, and they're fucking. Alcoholics and yeah. you know what I mean. Getting no sleep, they're going partying every weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm not party, but I don't sleep great. Yeah, yeah. And you think that would all fix it, and it doesn't. I think it's just yeah, so unrelated. I don't know. And that's probably why there's that kind of medicine. I'm for sure all behind. You get this fucking virus. I'm like yeah, knock that bitch out. Yeah. You know what else are you going to do? Antibiotics. All that kind of, yeah. You have to yeah, take yeah. antibiotic for your. I, I probably could have for the sinus infection, uh, because it lasted like four days. But I hate doctors, so I just rested it out. Like, you'd probably speed it up. Yeah, or maybe not. Four days is not that long yeah, it's for not. sinus infection. I normally That's... go, yeah, yeah. I wait for about a week. And I'm still a little nasally right now. But I'll, if I'm, like, fucked for a week, yeah. then I'm going to the doctor. Because yeah. it's probably strep and you need some shit. But that's so rare, you know? I'm normally knocked out pretty good for three to four days. And then half alive three to four days. Yeah. And then sniffles three to four days. And rinse and repeat. I think it's just kind of how it goes, you know? It's, but yeah, it's cold out. I'm riding my fucking bike in the cold. I think that's a wife's tale, too, though. Oh, it's not. Really? Cold makes I, you sick? Um, having cold air in your sinus cavity yeah. for a sustained period of time, I think it's like f- at least 15 minutes or whatever, yeah. it lowers your the immunity of the cells in your in your sinus cavity. And things are going to fly by. And so if you breathe something in, you're more likely to catch it if your if the immune system of your of your sinuses is is lowered. Interesting. So is everyone in just Alaska just fucking dead? Um, they just because I think, you can't keep like keeping warm wouldn't affect it if it's just your sinus. No, it, it, yeah. keeping warm doesn't make, make yeah. that much difference. But like that's why you would like I don't know that's why you get a scarf and you just put scarf yeah, in front of your face mask. so that you're for or a ski mask or something yeah. so you're actually just breathing somewhat warmed air. Yeah, it's yeah. not as cold. Yeah, because think of it, like how many outdoor jobs there are. Like yeah. Vegas is cold. Vegas is just as cold as here, and uh, construction there goes fucking ham. Like those dudes are. Schmobbing from like six to six, yeah, and they work so fast and so hard, and they're all out there just fucking chilling. I'm like, dude, that's forty degrees. Is that cold? I mean, I know they're on. It's a high, yeah, high desert, same as here. So, yeah, same as here. Yeah. yeah, a couple freezes overnight. Yeah, if you look at the weather uh, so far, it's been like identical to here. A little less rain because, like, when I landed late Friday, I think there's like sprinkles and shit. Yeah, and I don't know if we really rained over in Vegas, but yeah, it's very similar yearly. Yeah. I think it rained overnight either Thursday night or Friday night. I remember which one, but yeah, it was Friday night. Yeah, and even Saturday was a little wet. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't know. I I actually think night times might be warmer here sometimes. I was looking at the shit and I, and it was like fifty degrees at night, sixty during the day. I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, it, it got into the thirties a couple times last week. Yeah, last overnight. year for sure too. Yeah, yeah, get snipply, get snipply. But hey, sorry to all you Wisconsin folk, you're all fucking sick. It sucks to be you. I couldn't live in like that. I just couldn't live like I couldn't live in a place where it was so cold outside that I had mobility issues. I kind of want to do the Alaska like month where it's only dark. It's oh, right yeah. now, right? I think it's right now. Don't they go thirty days and don't see the sun? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's Around, wild. Yeah. That's wild. I can't imagine. I mean, I would be highly unproductive, but I don't know if I. I don't think I'd mind it that much. I was looking at like houses and. Alaska randomly, I don't know, I just scroll around and shit. Uh, it's pretty cool up there, man. It looks pretty cool. I have a buddy now that does like deep sea fucking 
what's the deadliest catch? He does uh-huh. like shit like that all summer. He used to be a chef here in in uh, Sacramento. He's an old high school buddy of mine. I just had uh, watched the Kings game with him a week or two ago. Uh, and he says how sketchy it is up there. <laughs> He's like, dude, yeah, it's like pretty sketchy. Like you're living on the boat. You have no clue what time it is. Uh-huh. It's dark so much. And he's like, you're just like counting fish in, feeling like you're reeling in money. Because every pound I roll in, depending on the type of fish, is just more I get paid. So I'm just, and he works, you know, two or three months out of the year. Jeez. He said this one was a little short. It was like a month and a half for some reason. Um, and then that's that. You make, I uh, you make enough money to chill the rest of the year. I've never been to Alaska. My my late best friend had a command up up there at um, Elmendorf Air Force Base, and if he had if he'd gone back, like he was at the Pentagon when I when he when he passed away. If he'd gone back to Alaska, I'm sure I would have gone up. Yeah, there worth a visit. Ch- check it out. But yeah, a little like summertime cruise up there seemed kind of good. I don't know, grizzly bears and fucking. He's like, yeah. Do you just see like American eagles flying around and shit? Yeah, yeah. Like that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's probably what yeah California was fucking eight hundred years ago. I saw that um, uh, Alaska Airlines just bought Hawaiian Airlines. Yeah, one point nine bill or something. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to change their name to forty nine fifty or what. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how some of that huge business like works. Like I can't imagine. Like on my own and with you and multiple times we've looked at like acquiring businesses or selling businesses and like on that scale just blows my fucking brain. Yeah. You know, like how do you come up with that number? How do you negotiate? How many like decibels of your fucking papers are you reading over? How many years of data are you analyzing before selling or purchasing something worth and and two billions kind of cheap in my eyes. For an airlines, I don't know what airlines make, but like I mean what was Twitter? Four bi- 40 billion. Yeah. And obviously billion. social media like runs the world nowadays. So Yeah, but, but I mean it's not worth 40 million now. I don't yeah. think it was worth 40 million when you bought it either. But. Bill, bill, right? Huh? Wasn't it bill, not mill? Bill. Yeah, yeah, bill. Bill. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, who knows? I think I don't it's know. worth like 4 bill now. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, see, I don't even know how you calculate that. I don't know either because there's so much um I mean, so much of, of of it is the advertising revenue, which they're not getting right now. So maybe I feel like the majority of own majority of values in data. Yeah, that's another, and another, they probably have an insane amount of data. Yeah, probably not as much as Meta does, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Facebook rules the world, or Amazon. Amazon really rules the world. Yeah, Amazon's in so in our pockets, man. Yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah. I've I came in yesterday <clears throat> and brought in a whole like load of cardboard from my house because i've bought a bunch of shit like redoing some rooms and stuff like that and just like you end up with a ton of 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 cardboard and whatever and like between wayfair and and amazon yeah just so much shit coming down i bought so much stuff at amazon i am now an amazon professional whatever that means just yeah hit the gold the gold account but you get like special pricing so i was like interesting yeah i'm down for that i just like i just had to put in this business information i bought i bought this rug that we're we're on now for the for the business. So yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, they got I, everybody. I for uh, Black Friday, I bought a towel warmer. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've seen those. It's pretty cool. You've seen those? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Like they're like the first. I, I the first one that pops in my head is Zappos. When you're talking like business that made shit so fast and convenient, like Zappos was like a middle low end shoe store that would get you shit overnight mm-hmm. and then free returns. 
Right. Right, which is was unheard of. And then Amazon just took it on the next level. Even though it does, we are spoiled here because we have like a distribution center. Like I can't get sh- as much stuff uh, next day or day of in Vegas. Really? The, yeah. uh, I'm sure they're going to build one because Vegas is absolutely going bonkers. I had a uh, Google Mesh Wi-Fi uh, router in my in my house, and two of the three nodes crapped out. Like Thursday, Friday. Okay. So Friday morning, I you know I'd done a bunch of like quick research trying to figure out what I should buy. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just get the Google Nest ones. They're you know they're they're five E, they're rel- or six E, they're relatively fast, whatever, yeah. whatever, relatively easy to set up." I ordered them at like ten o'clock in the morning. They were there three hours later. Yeah, and I'd even ask for that. Yeah, that shit used to be a fucking <laughs> four weeker, you know. Yeah. Three hours later. Yeah. Like, I was three hours later, I was installing it for heaven's sake. I think New York, Miami, a couple of places have those little robots delivering shit too. It's probably even faster. Oh, yeah. Delivering food or delivering a fucking Amazon package. I don't know. Yeah. Um, been a minute since we did a rose and thorn. Yeah. Um, what you got, you got one or the other or both? Um, nothing major. I'm feeling good. That's always a rose. Yeah, it's like so cliche and so corny, but like, uh, so you're like beat up or injured and you're trying to be an athlete or lift yeah. or something, or until you're sick, like you just never appreciate how good you feel. So today is probably the first day I feel like normal. Like I woke up and I didn't have like something growing in my throat I had to hack out. Nice. Uh, so yeah, roses to that. Roses to all that. Um, I got one that's both a rose and a thorn. It's a good thing and and slightly a bad thing. Um, our friend Dan, his um his business, his security business, is doing quite well. He's moving, and yeah, and uh, for basically the majority of 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 the time that we've been open, uh, he's been renting uh, one, if not two, uh, parking spaces for his patrol units. Yeah, for in our parking lot. Yeah, for those that don't know, Fat Dan uh, uh, runs a. a I think mostly business now, but started in the bouncing world, uh, security company, bars, restaurants, et cetera. Now he has a lot more businesses, grocery stores, apartment buildings, car dealerships, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think he started maybe six months to a year before we started as a business technically. Uh, but we, yeah, we all have kind of sprouted together. Yes. And he's actually, they're doing quite well and they have their own, um, they have their own office facility now. And, yeah, little um, HQ. Sadly, they've moved our uh, their their cars away from here, which means you know two more spark- parking spaces for our members, but like you know less parking revenue for us. True, but uh, and maybe uh, security. I guess we'll find out now. Yeah, I've always wondered about that because they're you know they were not always parked there overnight, and I think that's True. when we got the most issue. But um, and you just never know, you know, because there's so much information on the internet and stuff like on crime and what's happening or what's not happening and who's yeah. got an agenda to push it. And then on top of that, you always wonder like, does security even? No offense, Dan. Does security even help? You know, like if it's not a cop and if people aren't scared of repercussions, and you see an empty car that says security. And you're really, really a, yeah, yeah, you're either really mischievous or you're an actual criminal. Uh, Is it going to stop you? That's a good question. Probably not. I mean, that's what they say, like lights and this and that stop people, but I don't know. I don't know, man. This shit I see on like fucking content creators, like the famous one is like uh, those kids that were filming themselves run over the police chief. Mm. Did you see that? No. That happened in uh, July, I believe, and they kind of kept it hush, uh, but then they opened the case more publicly 
Um, it happened in Las Vegas. There was two, I mean, they had to be 16, 17 years old and they're driving and like vlogging or on TikTok or something. They have a video of it and there's a gentleman bike riding in front of them. And I think maybe they hit a trash can like fucking around. They're like, get them, get them. And they scream at this guy, uh, flips over the car. Obviously, I think they kill him. Oh, uh, geez. Turns out he's a retired police chief. Oh my God. Um, and they're just two little punk kids trying to make content. And then it gets worse, you know, because they're... I don't know if it's generational, you fucking Zoomers, or what. But then they're in the courthouse, and they're, like, smiling and shit. Oh and, like, God. someone says something. And I don't know if it's an interview or another video, but they say, like, uh, it's all right, we'll be out of here in six months or something. I'm like, obviously not. Hopefully the, you know. Yeah, you gotta... And that's what sucks then, too, right? Because then it becomes an emotional decision, like, do we have to make a fucking example out of these kids which you kind of have to do, right, to set the tone of what the hell's going on, that you can't just film yourself. Some kid, uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Um, he was being highly disrespectful live stream in Japan. He's doing five years in jail over there. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't remember the guy's name. Yeah, there's shit, there's shit like that going on all the time. It's crazy. It's stemming from content. Um, I mean, we foreshadowed and warned you, sons of bitches. <laughs> Fucking, I swear to God, like eight years ago, it's like, man, if just like lifting advice isn't enough, now you got to bench press a chick, now you got to bench press a, a nuclear bomb, and now you're going to bench press who knows what. Right. Like, it's only going to get crazier, and that's just like what's happening now. People getting arrested is just so stupid for creating what you think is views and like appreciation. Yeah. It, uh, not worth it, guys. Yeah. Like, not worth it. Yeah. What, what's the best case? You, you're, the best case is you get uh, a. Because, like, your first video or, like, thing to go viral, you're not going to make a bunch of money on. Like, you're just going to maybe get some followers. So then you're going to have to follow it up, right? You have to do it for a while to actually monetize and make money. Right. And, and to follow it up, you're going to have to do something as crazy, if not crazier. Right. And, like, the chances that you do enough of these, you're going to need 100 videos in a year that you're not going to get in trouble. So you can't even, like, value the, 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 the affirmations from the followers who don't actually care about you and pay you. And you won't be able to spend your money because you'll be in fucking prison. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I both of us have paid attention to uh, to, to John Dorsey, Goob. Yeah, and, and just like I, I, people have mixed emotions about him, but I think that any time that you're like trying to either either validate or or uh, discount what people are doing to generate money off of people who don't probably do the kind of research they need to do to understand um, what they're paying for. Yeah. Yes. Some of it's crazy. I even tweeted the other day because I was scrolling and I swear to God, like three or four doom scrolls in a row, it was like Photoshop clearly, fake abs I saw on a woman. These aren't people I know. These are just like, the doom scrolls, fake abs, and they're all fitness people. They're selling something. I read the captions. They're selling yeah. something, or you go to their bio and they got a program or a supplement. Photoshop, fake abs, Photoshop, like fake butt, and like, dude, do whatever you want, but like photoshopping to sell shit. And I know the, the other thing too is that like people act like that's new. I think that's you know like that, I, 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 every magazine in the eighties and nineties did the same and, thing. Yeah, like not that it's right, but it's not new. Now it's just like in the hand of the beholder, you know, in the person rather yeah. than the, the company. Um, some of it's fucking wild, man. Ab, ab fucking implants. There's a big drama going on. Let's talk about Kyle. I don't even like the guy, although he's getting very popular. Uh, Matt Reif. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, there's he's a uh, very controversial right now. Yeah, I don't even one. I don't think he's that controversial. Like when you look at comedy and then look at the one thing he's getting bopped for, yeah. I'm like, dude, like way crazier shits going on on the <clears> internet <throat> than this guy making like a a special needs joke, you know. Uh, but the layered uh, thing is that he got insane face surgery. And you see some before oh, yeah. and afters. Yeah, I've heard about that. It's crazy. And look, man, I know I'm ugly and I got fucked up shit. Like, don't get me wrong, but I'm also not a millionaire. And I also don't blame you. Like, once you get rich, like, yeah, you go get teeth and you get your fucking shit done. Like, I get it. But like, he looked like Gollum. <laughs> and then, and then, like now, he's all like, he's got. I think I swear to God, he got cheekbones, a jawline, and steroids. Like he's all jacked. He looks like Captain America all of a sudden. Holy shit! Yeah, the before is crazy. And, you know, I look, again, I'm not a model, never claimed to be. I ain't wealthy enough to buy a jawline, but holy shit. And I, I think the big issue is he's denying it. I don't know, but I heard there's drama going on. And and it, what's funny to that, too, is, like, I listen to a lot of comedians, and some of them say, I don't know if it was Rogan. I think it was some other guy said, like, uh, they make excuses that, they like, comedians shouldn't be jacked and good-looking. Like, they won't get the same laughs. But that doesn't make sense. No. Like, Eddie, like... Eddie Murphy's a pretty good looking cat. Like, yeah, he had a little gap tooth, but like when he was crushing, he like delirious and all that, he's a good looking cat. Yeah. Chris Rock's a pretty good looking cat. Yeah. Will Smith, although he's not known for his stand up in particular, is a good looking cat. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Hart, despite being 5'2, is very good looking and jacked mm-hmm. and always has been. Started his career that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Rogan, you know, like, yeah, you know, he went through a phase where his hair's there, but his hair's not there. But like, <laughs> he's a pretty normal, good looking dude. Yeah. And he obviously made it just fine. It's so like no way can you claim like only ugly fat guys can be funny. No, I think that uh, there's a certain amount of dissonance in the way that you perceive the way people look, you know, like how your, your reaction to when you see them. And if they're like, if you have to process part of how they look and process what they say, yeah, yeah, it's harder. I Maybe. Think. Maybe, but even, even that, if you look like every comedian, like they, there's something about them. They all have like a look. Norm Macdonald, you know, like they all have like particular features or like something kind of memorable. Um, and some of them are like the normal white dude, right? Like the Bill Burrs and the yeah. Louis C.K.'s. Like that's just like the most typical 55-year-old looking dude, you know? I think a lot of the time it's it's what you see, you know, in their eyes. It's like whatever, yeah. whatever their face does, but their eyes will tell you, you know, where the joke's going. Sure, or, or yeah, if like the humor's got to match up with how they look for sure. Yeah, because I've seen like a really good looking dude, and he'll do like a thing, and, and it's just like doesn't like line up. You, but like the comedy speaks. Like if you're fucking funny, I think you're fucking funny. I don't, I don't know if that argument wins. And I forgot who said it, but guys were talking about like being scared to lose weight or be mm-hmm. all jacked. He's like, who have you seen all jacked on stage? I'm like, there's been a couple people. Yeah, there are a few. Yeah, and not none, you know, looking like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but there's one guy, and I can't remember uh, what his name is. There's one guy that is jacked, like he actually look, jacked. Yeah, he looks like a bodybuilder. That's Matt Rife now. That fool's fucking jacked. Or Rogan. Rogan's pretty fucking jacked now. We saw him close up. Like, he's a little pit bull. He looks like a power lifter. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I don't know. But even, yeah, Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy. Like, they're two, two like, Dave Chappelle's, like, normal looking. I wouldn't say he's handsome, but, like, he's normal looking. Yeah, he's normal looking. You know? Yeah. Like, he's in shape-ish. Yeah, yeah, he's ripping cigarettes and shit like crazy. He's probably not healthy, but. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably not. Yeah. And as a kid, he looked normal, you know? Yeah. When he was younger and doing shit. I don't know. He's been around for a minute. Yeah, forever. Well, um, before we go, let's um, let's pivot to a in uh, sort of a uh, sort of fitness powerlifting related question uh, that I happened to see on 
on Reddit um, earlier today. The question is, when did you feel the strongest? Oh, very interesting. In physically? The, physically, in your in your like I don't know lifting career. There's probably been a couple of uh, like blocks or phases where you just feel like invincible, like because uh, you know if you power lift and things, you, you you never really try to miss, right? So you you want to build success to build on the success. Same like basketball, like you don't practice missing shots, like mm-hmm. you want to practice making, and the misses will happen when they happen. Obviously, the percentage is a bit different in lifting. You can crank that up to you know 99% completion rate but um there's definitely been like training phases and times in life where you, you feel like whatever's on the bar is probably going to move at least somewhat um but i think a lot of that's just like flow and time i don't think there's like a particular age or a particular experience level mm-hmm. i was at cuz i had that same thing probably when i was 23 24 25 you know intermediate phase I just knew, like, yeah, we couldn't load up 800 and it's going to move, but, like, any sm- smart-ish load, I'm going to I'm gonna smash. And you just feel, like, strong grabbing shit. And some of that's day-to-day. I even feel it now. I was just at a commercial gym, and it was actually pretty cool. They had, like, a separate room with, like, six squat racks and some bumpers and shit. Um, it was my first session back from being, like, sick sick. And I was just squatting 225, just trying to move my body. But I grabbed a bumper, and he just palmed it, you know, lifted it yeah. and put it on the on – the, the bar like one-handed i think there's like little little like indicators of of my own that i know if i'm strong or not Uh you know what i mean and same with like lifting when when you're competing like uh even now you know like i'm i'm a 700 ish pound polar not today but in general it's in my bones so like i know how 500 should move and so if i smash 500 it's like an indicator, like, all right, I feel pretty strong today. Or stuff like that, my grip, I can really feel. Like, if I grab a plate, there's other times, too, I'll grab, like, a metal plate and, like, put it on bench, and I'm like, fuck, that was really heavy. Like, why'd that yeah. pound plate get so heavy? So some of it's just, like, depending on how much fatigue you have uh, physically or stress-wise. But, yeah, I don't know. Because I bet you ask a lot of powerlifters this, and they'll give you, like, a direct thing, you know? Oh, before I squatted 881 or, or when I turned 30, I could just feel, you know, or my eighth year of training, but... I think some some so much of it's just so independent. I, I think I was talking to some of the kids out there too, and they're all talking shit. But I think a lot of like the if we look at the world records all time, Natty or Nah, um, and Natty's a little skewed because it's gotten more popular over the last five years, so the talent pool is bigger. Mm-hmm. Rather than Natty wasn't that popular over the last thirty years, so we don't have the data. But uh, you know, let's say we could fast forward twenty years. I think a lot of that data will show. Even though Dave Ricks is a good uh, uh, indicator, like he. Won IPF Worlds like five years in a row and had the all-time natty squat record into his fifties yeah. for the one ninety-eight. You know, Ellis McLean had the bench record there. He might even still at one ninety-eight, and he was in his like late thirties. Um, I think like getting into your forties, if you haven't fucked yourself up too much in in your thirties, and you didn't start too too late, um, you'd have to kind of be training and have like a like me, actually. Like if I if I cruise pretty good training wise and then i'd crank things up in my 40s i think i could easily still be my strongest of like 45 makes sense yeah yeah just because it's just years you know it's just cranking it's learning your body my training will probably look different than when i was 20 but um yeah i think your strongest i've felt or the strongest you can feel is just like always right in front of you if you want it mm-hmm. i think for me i got i have like two instances one of them was like the first time i ever felt strong i was in high school, um, just really started lifting weights, had a, had like a lifting class, you know, five days a week, whatever. Um, 
and I wasn't like I wasn't very aggressive about it at the at the time. Like you know, I was I was sort of came from the nerd side and 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 like finding a way to fit in there is you know is if you it's your PE class and my knees were shitty anyway. And I needed if I was going to take a PE class, I needed to be something that I could like work around that and something that didn't have running. And uh, it'd probably been three, four, five months, something like that. And my I was at home. My dad had rented a, a, a cement mixer oh. and he had used it and then needed to get it into the pickup to take it back. And <clears throat> so he asked me to help him. And when I went to pick it up, like I almost put it on his shoulder. Like, yeah, like yeah. I was so much stronger than I expected to be. Yeah. I was like, whoa, wait. He's like, hang on. And and like I it's not like I had the, the light side or anything. Right. We, we were like, you know, it would should load should have been equal. Yeah, I yeah. just had no idea. Yeah, you had an ounce of training and you know you I had yeah. zero clue yeah. that that was gonna happen. And then the other one probably is when I when I squatted six fifty, which was like at least a sixty pound PR yeah. in, in a meet, and I just had no idea. Yeah, a little adrenaline the, cranking. Yeah, no idea that was even going to be possible. Like I still can't believe it. Like, like I look back at it now, the video's not terrible. You know, yeah. I, I had somebody who knew what they were doing, judging on at least one side. So I was like, yeah, yeah, you're in it. I didn't yeah. think about it like that. In that case, I, there's probably two instances. Also, one we were playing like flag football in PE. And I don't, we wouldn't really like set the rules and you know, PE goes like half the kids don't even play and half the kids do. Yeah. But like we had a bunch of dudes that were really playing and I think my team kind of sucked or something. So like I let someone, uh, receive the kickoff on my team. I just said, yo, follow me. And I just like lay out like the three biggest dudes in my class, just head over heels, just blocking them, just bop, bop, bop. And it actually turned into a fight later. <laughs> Get tried to fight me. Uh, oh my god! And I fucking yeeted him too. And, and this is probably like sophomore, junior year when I was like a little more angry and edgy. But yeah, so like one kid comes up, fucking bop him, literally head over heels. He goes crazy. Next one comes up, bop head over heels. Next one, bop head over heels. Um, I felt really strong. Then. And then later, I'm just playing catch. Like class is over. It's like lunch break, and we're just playing catch. And some kids like, "Hey, give me the fucking ball." I'm like, "Hey, eh, knock it off, bro. I'm playing." And then he like jumps on my back, and same thing. I just fucking grab his shirt from behind my back and chuck him onto the ground so fast. And some of that was definitely like my adrenaline anger stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and around the similar time, I I had been training in the gym two or three years, um, but I remember like. Yeah, puberty's all hitting right. It's yeah. like I probably went through a more like seventh eighth grade, but like you're starting to feel it out. Uh, sophomore to junior year, uh, it was one of the hardest trainings I ever did uh, in the gym and in basketball. Like I just really cranked things up because I had a really bad sophomore, not really bad in hindsight, but not a great sophomore season. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm training with like literally NFL players, uh, starting linebacker for University of Washington. My trainer's son was starting uh, O-line at Nevada for Kaepernick at the time. Like, I'm training around fucking freaks. And they're obviously lifting more than me. They're fucking 300 pounds. But I'm, like, hanging, you know? Uh -huh. Like, I'm hanging. I'm, I'm probably benching 185, 225, and they're benching 275, 315. But, like, we're, we're jamming. Where normally I was like, oh, that's the basketball kid. And you could tell. Like, I was, yeah. I was a separate beast. I was, like, the one white kid and the one <laughs> basketball kid. So, like, that... Uh, Probably two times I'm like, all right, like I'm a little different than some of these kids around here. And I knew, I just knew it from early too. Cause I, I was really like, I was shitting on people in basketball when I was young, you know? Yeah. I was really shitting. I was like sixth grade, I was shitting on folks. I went to like the best basketball camps in NorCal and was winning MVP. Like I was just, I, I was built like this in seventh grade. 
You know? Yeah. So, like, of course I'm going to shit on people. I'm, I'm 190 pounds right now, 5'10". I was probably 5'9", 175 then. And I was the same dude. Same attitude, so. Yeah, I kind of knew. I just kind of knew early. That's probably why I should have played football. Yeah, yeah. Scrappy. Yeah. Or, like, Olympic weightlifting. That's, in hindsight, that or soccer. It's probably what my little stubby body's built for. I should probably have done Olympic weightlifting except my shoulders are fucked up, but I can certainly, I can certainly get down. Yeah. Yeah, some overheads. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's hard. That shit's hard. Ladies and gentlemen, appreciate y'all listening. New episodes Wednesday and Friday. Check out Legion Supplements. Uh, code Good Company. Always saves you money on there if you want to check out some of their evidence base. They have all the health stuff that we talk about if you don't want to get fucking sick. All the vitamin D, B complexes, uh, multivitamins, uh, as well as recently I've been slamming the non-stim pre-workout. Great pumps. Everything feels good. Check them out. Uh, Legion Athletics. Code good company, and as always, 3sb.co for all your luxury training apparel. Um, yeah, Christmas season, grab your gifts for your friends. I'm Solomon Mike, where you want to find me, and we'll catch you on Friday. I am at the Jim McD on all those social media. This show is 50% facts, where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And if you're ordering a gift for someone from us for Christmas, do it real soon, real, real soon. So we can get it in the mail, and so we can get it every once in a while. Our mail delivery or mail mail pickup here is a little so uh, hit it like soon. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>